only real way to success in our online businesses as Christian mompreneurs is through obedience to our business calling. He has called us to this path and has given us our unique guide to success through our spiritual and leadership gifting. I'm Jennifer Emanuel, 20 plus year solopreneur veteran. I started my journey excited and hopeful and the next thing I knew I was white knuckled, frustrated and stressed. Instead of trying to control our outcomes with hustle, grind and self-help, join me as I clear the path of chaos, confusion and misalignment so we can finally enjoy our journey. Whether you're creating a business in network marketing as a homeschooler or a homestead mama or fresh out of corporate America, let's get you realigned with God's voice and get you back to the path of your business calling. Hey, it's Jen. Welcome back to uh, the beginning of season five. This season, I'm going to be covering all kinds of things having to do with distractions. And uh, since my focus is bringing your income up from part-time to full-time um, over this past uh, over this upcoming year, I want to be sure that uh, I spend some time on distractions because I think uh, so many of us have that squirrel syndrome where we're focused on something and all of a sudden something else comes up uh, and it distracts us and it can keep us um, kind of wandering in the forest if we're imagining that we are, uh, that our, we're journeying down this path that the Lord has called us to and having our online businesses and uh, using the gifts that he's given us with our spiritual and leadership gifting, that uh, these distractions can kind of take us off that path. And and uh, sometimes it's important to call things out so that we can become aware that something is actually distracting us and um, can keep us from ultimately more frustration and uh, anger and all of those feelings that aren't involved in enjoying this journey that God is walking with us on. So this week we're going to be talking about the distraction of self-help. But before we get into all of the meat for the week, I wanted to welcome some new listeners uh, every time, every week at this time. I say hi to people that have joined us over the past week. We've been heard all over, all through the different continents of the world. Uh, but we have some newbies. We have some new people that have joined us from last week. So if this isn't your first week listening to the podcast, be sure you check in next week on Friday so that uh, you can hear your city uh, called out. All right, new since last week, we had... Uh, Leander, Texas. We have McKinney, Texas, and Long Creek, West Virginia. So welcome to the new cities that have joined us. And as far as our list of countries, we have we're still at the 14 that we have um, that I shouted out last week, I believe it was. So welcome. We're so glad you're here. And you know what would be the best thing? Um, second best thing for besides you being part of our community is wherever you're listening to the podcast, you can easily share it to those people you know and love via text or email. Right, this season, like I said, we're going to be talking about different distractions. And, and so I figured that I would share a little bit of my journey having to do with self-help. And then what we'll do is I'm going to take some of the things that we are taught and I'm going to give you three suggestions on things that we do, we can do instead to keep us uh, on the path, walking with the Lord at a pace that he's asked us to go so that we're actually enjoying the journey instead of being frustrated by the journey or angered by the journey or wanting to give up the journey. All right, so let me tell you a little bit about my story. Maybe some of it might sound familiar to you, but um, my particular story has to do with being being part of direct selling industry, network marketing 
uh, MLM, whatever you might call it, uh, the idea of being an independent contractor for a company um, and selling their products for them and building your team to help more people sell the products. But this can be relatable to really anybody that is on the entrepreneur journey with us. I believe that most of us that are called into this uh, are a little bit, um, we, we kind of have some wobbly legs about us in that we aren't, you know, maybe we grew up watching our parents or our parents or one parent uh, go to work every day. And we knew that they worked and they, they were away from the house and they earned money, but we never got to see them work. And so that may be that we followed that same path. And then we felt the calling that we needed to start something on our own and become an entrepreneur and take these gifts that we've been given and use it to build the kingdom, but doing it away from a larger entity where we were responsible for bringing in the money. And just like I think um, a pattern that has happened with me anyways is anytime I start something new, uh, I... I kind of feel inept at it. I mean, I think that would be uh, something that everybody would feel when they're starting something new. You just don't, you don't, you don't know how to feel or how to do it or where to look or what to say or where to stand or, or any of those things, right? So coming into this new space, I, I think it's pretty normal that we look at ourselves and we say, well, if I'm going to do the thing, then I'm going to need to improve in some of these areas. Uh, so we put our feelers out and we try to learn everything we can about how to be successful. So my story was that pretty much from the beginning of uh, starting a direct selling business, I knew that I was new in this space and that I knew nothing. And so, of course, I followed um, my mentors and did things they suggested. Mainly, uh, I was drawn to learning through books. Of course, that was really, really before all of the things that we might need or were on the internet. Um, they were still uploading them all. But <laughs> so mainly, most of the things I got were from audio cassettes and books. The idea was that I didn't know there was something that I I needed to learn before I could be successful and that I could learn it uh, from a book or a resource. Chances are uh, I was flawed in some ways and I needed to learn how to get past that flaw, uh, how to fix that thing. Uh, and that if I fixed the thing, if I could only fix the thing, then I could get to where it was that I wanted to go. So that was just the basic principle. And it started pretty quickly. Uh, I had uh, people recommending books to me. Um, I remember one of the books was, okay, the book was called What Do You Say When You Talk to Yourself? And I remember on lunch breaks, I would drive. Uh, I was working at a bank uh, by, I was working at a bank in Sarasota, Florida. And I would drive to the bay. And uh, I would drive to the little, the docks where like all of the boats were and park there. And I would read. And I think that uh, while, doing that wasn't bad by any means. Um, I think that that was the beginning of my journey in to trying to fix myself and that if I could find the thing that was broken and read about it, learn about it, I could apply the information and then get the result that I wanted. That was kind of the straight line thinking that I was get what I believed was going to happen. But I think what happened instead is that I was learning early to rely upon my powers and what I could do to affect a result in a positive way. I always made it about me. I had to learn something about me and fix something about me or change something about me in order to get what I wanted or hit the goal or what have you. 
And I think it ended up being just another thing to distract me, just another thing to weigh me down from doing his work and enjoying the journey. Because I think that was one of the things that bothered me the most over the 20 years was that little by little, I wasn't learning to enjoy the journey more. I was becoming more and more frustrated with the journey. So my experience is that I started in a direct selling business when I was 23, and I got to learn some really, really great skills. And that's one of the things that attracts a lot of people to that industry is that the idea is they get to learn some really great skills while they're building their businesses that could help them in their business. And uh, if they don't stick with that particular business, that could lead, it could positively affect them as they're moving on to something else. And so there were some amazing things that I learned firsthand, skills that maybe I would not have learned uh, if it wasn't for that part of my journey. Some important things like I'm in reality, I'm responsible for my actions. I learned about, you know, marketing, marketing and selling and public speaking and stick to and being a problem solver and getting over negative emotions quickly and working through disappointments and not resting on my victories. But one of the things that I learned after well, 20 years, I actually, that actually may have slowed me down or uh, increased the frustration was because um, it, it, uh, the frustration, uh, the confusion um, definitely was a distraction was I was focused more on the, if I do this, then I will get this result. Heavily invested in self-help. And it was, it was more than a, a decade, more than a decade and a half probably into the journey where I was voicing some of my frustrations uh, to my husband, and he actually kind of called me out on the fact that self-help is not the way to go, that it that it is relying on the self and not on your relationship with the Lord. And I remember being kind of angry. Anger actually grows out of fear. And so I now I can look back and think, well, what was I afraid of? I was afraid of that he was right that I had I had wasted all this time doing things that I thought was going to get me closer to the those goals that I was setting for myself. You realize there's a lot of I in there? <laughs> there's a lot of me revolving around that. And coming up with today's episode, I found some really great articles, and I'll link them to the show notes. So the first article is written by Marshall Segal, and it is on the DesiringGod.org website. And I, like I said, I'll link it. It's uh, January 2018. And one of the things that he says about, resol- well, he's pre- specifically talking about resolutions, but we can uh, change this for goals as well. Learning about goal setting and goal attainment and goal chasing and all the things having to do with goals that I set for myself, which I found pleasure in thinking that I could affect my life a certain way based on these goals. He had a really great quote. We spend our whole life falling in and out of love with ourselves, hating ourselves for every insecurity and failure, looking for every reason to excuse, promote, and praise ourselves. We make them in our name, in our own strength, on our terms, for our personal gain and benefit. And they fail because they are focused on us, on self. Kind of the 180 degree different viewpoint here. He said that Christian resolutions, goals, and disciplines are not about self-fulfillment or self-preservation, but about increasing our capacity to die to the self in the name of love. So instead of, he says, focusing on self-care or goal setting or our plans or our projections, I added the last two, It's about finding self-control and self-denial. The Christianity that we find in scriptures is about self-abandonment. Jesus says, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his crosses daily and follow me. 
So instead of focusing a bazillion self-help methods and tricks and one of my least favorite words, hacks, or things that have to do with making yourself better in order to reach the goals that you want to reach. I have three things to do instead. Okay, so the first one is release the idea, the thought, the promises that other people make about it, that you are in control of your outcomes. And I think that was one of the things that drew me to the idea of working for myself at the very beginning, back when I was 23, was I wanted to have more control about where my life was going. And I think that's just a typical thing that we experience as humans, right? And the idea of working for myself, believing that that I would have more control, if I just did X, I would get Y. And uh, that that was just kind of what was being taught in my experience, my experience of working for myself as an independent contractor in the direct selling industry. So instead of focusing on that, which is not a true thing, can bring a lot of pain and frustration. Focusing on the idea of releasing that we are in control of our, our, our outcomes. And this is something I talk about in a workshop that I have available, a free workshop that you can watch uh, on going from chaos to confirmation. Part of the realignment of moving into a more comfortable and ex- and hope-filled place, uh, moving away from the chaos that we see in the world and in the way that the world teaches us to have online business, part of it is releasing, releasing lots of things, releasing thoughts and, and ideas and promises and things that have nothing to do with the reality of this walk that we have with the Lord as Christians. Number two is that Know that what God gives you is much better than anything you could ever, quote unquote, earn on your own. And finally, number three, the bottom line is we can get so wrapped up in the future and, oh, you get the dog today, the future and what uh, goals we're going after, being so focused on this striving to make things happen, when really... It's about the journey that he is leading us on moment by moment. And so what is that? What is that? That is all about the taking the, the thoughts captive moment by moment, taking what he's given us moment by moment with gratitude and focusing on how you can stay connected with him moment by moment that is going to make this journey so much more enjoyable. And regardless of where you quote unquote end up, you know that that is exactly where he wants you to be. I wanted to give you a really great resource uh, that I found while I was looking, learning more about kind of pulling together this podcast. It's a, a link I'll provide to you in the show notes, but it has to do with what is the the title of the, the resources, What's Wrong with Positive Affirmations by Lucy Ann Mole. And it's uh, from February 1st, 2023. This takes the idea of affirmations, which I believe falls under the self-help umbrella. You may also know them as like vision boards or goal posters or things that you put in front of your face or tell yourself in order to move closer to the goal. And while I think the Lord has given us a brain and a heart and a spirit and and, um, there aren't anything intrinsically wrong with these types of things, I think that in using them in a way that's more in aligned with being a Christian and what God wants us to do with our relationship with him. It's going to be, I think, 
most beneficial to you. So this, what's wrong with positive affirmations, it just touches quickly upon, uh, very similarly to the other uh, article that I referenced, uh, all about the me. And she gives some really great examples and some really great ideas about instead of doing affirmations about you and where you want to go and what you see yourself doing, um, which always felt misaligned to me. I Like my brain was always like, no, you're not. You're not making $50,000 a month. <laughs> no, you don't have 100 million people on your team. Like, and that was causing issues with integrity. Like you're lying to yourself, right? Anyways, this um, this article's great because it talks about instead of doing affirmations about yourself and your goals, Focus more on doing um, biblical affirmations. So affirmations that are from the Bible, what the Bible says about you, what the Bible says about God, and then kind of gives you an example of writing your own. I think it's going to be a really great resource for you. Uh, so take a look at that as well. And I mentioned it before. I have a online, a free online recording that I have of a workshop that I did called uh, Chaos to Confirmation. And it's all about the very first kind of foundational step of my my answering the, the call course. And so all you need to do to get that video is go to the show notes. There's a link. It'll ask for your email address. So when you put in the email address, you'll get like a little thing that'll pop up that'll say um, the videos come into your email, but also look for the um, accompanying uh, workbook. So we'll be sure to join us next week. We're going to be continuing on with talking about distracted from answering the call because I really do believe that the enemy might not be able to tell us to stop loving God and to not follow God, but he does have all kinds of tricks up his sleeve for distracting, distracting us from what's important. Here is to a great week. Remember that success is in obedience. And let's say our closing prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for making us aware of the things that distract us from you. The most important thing, Lord, is that we maintain a ongoing and healthy and focused relationship on you and what you've asked us to do and how, what you show us to do daily when we stay connected with you. Continue to guide our paths. Show us how to enjoy this journey. Help us to impact the lives of those that you have given to us to impact. We ask for a special blessing for our families and those we love for health. And we are grateful for all of the blessings that you have given us. Tiny things that we are so grateful for that have blessed us abundantly. You've already given us so much, let alone sending your son to die for us. Let us have a great week. Help us to implement the things we're learning in a way that would have you be proud of us. In Jesus' name, amen. Here's to a great week, everyone. We'll see you here next time, next week. Bye-bye.